0: January 8th, 2024. I am at Joel Pearl. It's time to get in the weeds. Your Monday is here. Your Monday is clear and we are going to give you everything you need. Jeremy Lambert's here as always. How are you, Jeremy? Welcome back. I thought you were about to rhyme, Joel. You said Hi. your Monday is here. Your Monday is clear. I thought, thought you were going there. thought you were spitting. I did too and then I was like, what rhymes with... Nah, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm, I'm out. It's Monday. I'm out of it, man. Fear? Yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't throw fear? deer. What do people have to fear? What global warming? We can fear that collectively. <laughs> we could do that. There's finally snow on the ground here in Toronto, but we don't know how long it's going to last. So, who knows? The weather is here, and we might just sneer. Yeah, jeer, jeer. Yeah. Uh, this is. Are you prepping for your your big battle with Ta- with Dala? Top is ducking me. They no. won't respond. I sent it. The, the DM has been
1: sent. The contract has been sent everybody top dollar
0: I'm waiting more like top Ducca
1: like, right. like, uh, yeah. uh, I'm guess. waiting though He's he said he said no response come on dollar me. where you at I'm waiting
0: I'm he's waiting. out here he knows he's I'm gonna here. end
1: his career there you go there you want to rhyme something career so top dollar won't have if he ever battles me
0: okay let's go Listen, Dala. All you got to do is reply. Get in the DMs. Let's go.
1: It's not difficult. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here to end your career.
0: I'm here to ask for y'all to leave a thumbs up on the video and subscribe to us here on the channel. Uh, We're going to be joined in about 10 minutes time or less by TNA star and New Japan Pro Wrestling star because he does have a dual contract. Kushida is joining us this morning. Uh, We're looking forward to inviting him onto the show in about 10 minutes time. We'll talk hard to kill. We have a plethora of questions to ask him about the wrestling from all over the world. We'll ask him about Okada. How about that? How about we ask him about the differences between the time Kazuchika Okada was in TNA and the time Kushida has spent in impact and soon to be TNA. We're looking forward to that and a whole bunch of other questions very shortly. Uh, Jeremy, the weekend has come and is has gone. You've been very busy. We watched a lot of wrestling from rampage and SmackDown to collision to MLW Kings of Coliseum. There were shows in between on the independent work, work bleh, the independent routes. Uh, we got a couple minutes. Is there anything standout you want to, you want to jump on? We got, we got one thing. We we got RSP to basically uh, do something for us from our interview with him on Friday, huh?
1: We we got RSP. What a bloodbath that match was. Uh, but yeah, we had
0: RSP, Sammy Callahan. We
1: manifested that one. That was that was all us because uh, we brought up you know Callahan's back. Callahan had been like announced to face Kojima as part of like the tapings, but he wasn't supposed to. He was not announced to, as part of like Kings of Coliseum, but he was there and he uh, helped helped RSP against uh, Akira. Um I, I liked that that show was 2 hours and 17 minutes. Oh, I was so thrilled. I when they got to the main event, I was like is this thing like going to end soon? 2 hours and 17 minute pay-per-view, let's go. Let's go, MLW. There was obviously some stuff that was not good on that show and look, the Match Striker comments were I, I don't think he was playing a character. I think he. I don't. I just don't think he's very good. He hasn't been good in, in basically any role he's ever done when, when it comes to to commentary. And it, they they were tone deaf comments. They were a hundred percent tone deaf comments. They were stupid. They were there was no reason to bring attention to that stuff um, unless you're going to bring attention to it in a good way of like. I don't even know how you bring attention to it in a good way, unless you're just going to be like, Hey, this guy shouldn't be in the company. We're employing him because he is a draw, but it it just, it wasn't good. Like that. The only way you can try to defend it is if he was talking a lot about like weed and his UFC career is if like, that's what you were trying to go with of like, Hey, smoking weed isn't bad. Like, yeah. Okay. I agree, but like, but then when you're saying the elephant in the room, the court of a public opinion, it's like, dude, just shut up, just shut up. Uh I don't know. What can you say about Matt Striker? Nothing's gonna happen to him. He's gonna do the next. He's gonna do the next MLW show, and the next one, and the next one. Riddle's in New Japan. They, Riddle's gonna continue to get booked. I don't know. I I hate to just shrug my shoulders at it, but this is the 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 business and riddle he hasn't he he hasn't been convicted of anything and so he's just going to continue to get opportunities and it's a shame because he probably shouldn't get a lot of these opportunities that he's getting
0: yep and we talked about the possibility of him going to japan it just happens that's we talked about why that made sense from the Japanese wrestling perspective. It's just the way it is. There were still boos, but he's also going to be working a lot in Japan USA shows. So that's a... Uh, he's working the show this weekend. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point of uh, of all this. I don't need to get into Matt Riddle and what he's going to do next. He's going to wrestle. That's, that's just it. The Wrestling Whisperer, as we've called him, has brought Riddle back to MLW. And he's going to work on his career, and what comes of that is up to Matt Riddle and the way that he conducts himself and the way that he handles his his exterior life. Nobody's perfect in wrestling. I'm not going to make excuses for anything that Matt Riddle has said or done because they have been uh, some. There's been some pretty awful things said about what he has done, but I'm not the person to talk on those things. I will just say he's working wrestling. He was expected to work in wrestling. Now it's up to him to fix whatever his personal issues may or may not have been. Okay.
1: It's just a shame that like we we don't have in wrestling enough to just like not book these people. And, And what I mean by that is like there's a lot of wrestlers out there. There's a ton of wrestlers. Like, do you really need some of these guys who have been accused of of this stuff to like are they changing your business that much? And maybe Matt Riddle is. I don't know. I I, I don't know the numbers for uh, MLW before and after when it comes to to Matt Riddle. They seem to be doing pretty well beforehand. They were selling out shows and everything. Maybe Matt Riddle is a game changer for them. It, it just seems like can't you just book someone else on this stuff? It's a, yeah, it's, it's a shame. And you know, I hate to, again, I hate to just shrug my shoulders at it because we should all be better than that. Uh, Unfortunately, we are in a position where like, we can't just not cover stuff. Uh, You know, we, we have to cover it. We have to talk about it. These are decisions. These companies are making. Um, And, you know, we have to, we have to cover these companies uh, and we can cover them to the best of our ability while bringing it up, while talking about it, while saying how it's not a good idea, saying how it, it, they should be better. And then try to focus on stuff that was actually good from the show, because I don't want to lump in the good people on the show and be like, well, everything on this show sucked because Matt Stryker is not good at commentary and they booked Matt Riddle. Like, that's not fair to the other performers on this show.
0: We had another company that we talked about sporadically that has that issue and their champion isn't. Well, he's not their champion anymore. So uh, it, yeah, there you go again when the <coughs> undercard, when the undercard is stronger than, the, than that one person that's more important. Folks, let's focus on that because the MLW show, the King's Coliseum show was very strong in a lot of different ways like Jeremy said, time-wise it was very much a yeah, MLW real Yeah, MLW in your house. It was good stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, it was a fun show to watch. Holiday and Kane had a good route and uh, the just the again RSP uh over akira was a bit shocking but hey look at that the no, the curse isn't lifted per se but uh we went one and one with our interviews because a certain richard holiday couldn't get the job done
1: yeah i i thought i then i looked at the betting odds i thought holiday might have a chance then i looked at the betting odds uh betonline.ag um don't sponsor us but they sponsor you know overall of the show uh the totality of FIFA. um And I saw Alex Kane was like a monster favorite. I was like, oh, maybe I'm way off base. I thought like WTF would get something. This is supposed to be like their top, we're going to take over stable. And they just fail all the time. Like their their takeover just kind of sucks. And so I don't have much belief in them. I like the skits and the vignettes they do. I think like the stuff they're doing is, is, is funny because it's just a throwback to like the 90s and poking fun at a lot of that stuff. Like it's fun to me. It's like your takeover also just kind of sucks because you've had two title matches, three, maybe uh, Cardona was definitely one. Uh, there was the one last month, maybe last month it was Cardona and I'm just completely forgetting things. Uh, but then, then holiday here failed and it's like, Oh, what do we, what do we, you just keep losing Bishop and, and Tom Waller failed to win the tag team titles there's a bunch of failures. Maybe that's the maybe that's the joke is like ha-ha, ah, the world titan federation <laughs> is falling to MLW. Maybe that's the meta joke here.
0: Maybe it is. And like I said, when I asked Richard Holiday about the potential of Matt Riddle joining WTF, I think that might be your world title win under a WTF banner. I honestly I think they'll they'll run that play. I don't love it. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. If I'm going to I'm I, if I look beyond, and again, it's not about looking beyond to ignore it, but it's just looking at how a promoter might be seeing it. They brought in Riddle because he's a he's an original MLW reboot champion, right? When they rebooted the company, they made him a champion. They put their stock behind him. He went to WWE. Here we are today. I think there's a possibility that they'll run a play where Riddle gets the championship. They make it a big deal, but they do it in a couple of months because... It, it, they're doing Kojima next against Alex Kane for the title. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it just looks like Kane and Riddle are going to have a bunch of interactions on the way to a title match, possibly going into uh, to War Chamber or whatever they run Mania Weekend if they run Mania Weekend. So that's where I'm at.
1: I'm not sure they've announced anything for for Mania Weekend. They are running War Chamber. They have Super Fight at at February. I think I think they do have something. Well, War
0: Chamber is the week before Mania. It's the 29th okay. of March. So for right. them to then turn around and run Philadelphia just to do it, I don't know if that's worthwhile. And also the, the venue that they normally run is being used for other events, right? Collected yeah. the 2300. So I don't think there's a reason for them to run uh, the 2300. And that's where they go when they're in Philly. I think they're just going to run War Chamber and that'll be that for that. – they won't run Mania weekend. I think they're going to let their talent just go and, and, and do what they need to do they should invade gcw i wouldn't hate that
1: i don't think gcw wants to work with him at all they've already had some nope. some uh stuff lauderdale's already commented on some stuff there so i don't think that's that's happening at all
0: <laughs> I, I got a heads up because uh, she running a bit behind but he is still uh he's still scheduled. can he travel back in time to join us that should be our first question but no we have better questions to ask for today <laughs> how about we'll ask him about back to the future how about that uh we should ask
1: him about back to the future we
0: should maybe we'll ask him about that so he'll be joining us shortly we're just uh, we're waiting on on him to be joining us i was given the heads up that he is running a bit behind uh as, as is tradition when it comes to pro wrestling usually our interviewees show up early yeah, sometimes so they, they show up early yeah, because they're so excited to be on the show with us. Or if they're like a first thing in the morning interview, they want to see the intro. Are you saying because is not excited to join us today, Joel? No, I'm saying he got lost in the weeds, like Dave Langer just said. Ah, okay. By the way, donate super chat. Any magic question or statement right on the air, and it supports us here on the channel. So you know we can do stuff like call up your your comments that you so happily give to us, along with your money that you put a smile on your face and happily said to us. Okay. What's next? Do we just sit here in silence till he shows up?
1: We should. We should just go full silence until Kushida arrives. Oh, well, what'd you, what'd you do this weekend, Joel? We don't want to get into like SmackDown and AEW stuff because there we go. Here, we're, we're getting, we're, we're getting almost to- there. I think <laughs>
0: weekend was busy. Weekend was busy. I've got, I've still got a lot of packing to do before. I'm not a lot. I'm only there for four days, but uh, prepping for Vegas. That's really the, the big thing. Getting, making sure my equipment is good to go, making sure that everything is on time, that my flights aren't going to be delayed. And if they are, then I have something to do getting my, my laptop set up. I haven't used my computer in a while, so I'm just trying to get that all set up and ready. Uh, But that's, that's really the gist of it. And if I wasn't watching wrestling, I was taking care of the kid running around, running after a toddler. He's back at daycare this week. So hallelujah, we're back to normal. And then, uh, you know, get back to work. Here we are. What about you? Other than the wrestling?
1: Just a lot of wrestling. That's, that's it. A lot of wrestling, Joel. That's all I do with my life. Nothing but wrestling, baby.
0: I'm pretty sure that our guest also does a lot of wrestling. If, uh, if he's ready, he can give us a thumbs up and we can get right to work. Uh, I see his face. I see him looking. I see him getting comfortable. Let's let him get comfortable. And this is the best part of the day is when we get to say hello. Uh, so let's go. Are we ready? Let's go. Oh, so, and he's has nope that's what happens <laughs> in this world We'll we'll see him in a second uh, you scare him off. Oh. off this is what happens why why, uh, why? I gotta stop shooting the eggies on, on the interviews when they're backstage just be like hey good to go just bring <laughs> them on and watch what happens that's what i'm gonna do from now on it's gonna pop them on if they're on at like 11:30. 30 we'll just go there but uh we'll see he'll, he'll be back they always come back Ah, uh, hopefully, hopefully. Oh, oh no yeah <laughs>
1: It's okay. It's okay. The, the it's okay. brilliance of a live show, everybody, is you a live show where you don't have like a backstage producer that talks to people either to to get them all set up. Like we just kind of work these things out on air.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. How about we do this? Without further ado, we're going to bring him on. We're very excited to welcome from TNA ahead of Hard to Kill this Saturday, January 13th. We're going to talk right now to the one and only Kashida. Good morning.
2: <laughs> good morning everybody how are you how are you good morning
1: thank you for joining us
2: welcome i'm good i'm good
1: Jeremy, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. oh yeah. I'll, I'll ask the first question. All right. Um, first question, Kashita. again, thank you for joining us this yep. morning. Um, what was your reaction to the announcement that, that you'll be competing for the X Division title this Saturday? Hard to kill. You're taking on the champion and your friend, Chris Sabin, and also uh, El Hijo del Vikingo, who I believe you haven't faced yet.
2: Mm, I thought it was... Um, exciting matchup so I think Bigingo is a top runner in Lucha Libre right now and uh, Mr. Sabin is a great technician and uh, has a similar style to me I think it's a perfect combination where you don't know who will win yeah, I'm we'll so excited, I can't wait this weekend
0: me too. I want to go back your match against Steve Macklin at okay, Rebellion well. 2023. You wrestled for the Vacant Impact World Championship. Mm-hmm. The match was made at the last minute. What was your reaction to getting that match, and how do you feel about that match today?
2: Mm, yeah, I was surprised to hear that Joshua was injured and uh, Steve was the opponent for the championship. The yeah. The relationship between Steve and I has been special since our NXT days. So I'm even more looking forward to it. And it felt like the top title, the Impact World title, was really light in front of me. So I, I would like another chance.
1: Um, you know, facing Macklin, which is in the heavyweight division, and we know you as one of the most legendary junior heavyweights and ex-division wrestlers out there. Do you have interest in going back up to uh, to the heavyweight division?
2: Yeah, of course. So for some reasons, there is no demand for this in New Japan for wrestling. But here in the United States, I feel like there is a demand for me to compete against heavyweight wrestlers and beat them in 2024, I will actually prove it. I
0: I want to ask about Kozuchika Okada. He's going to be at the the TNA Snake Eyes tapings. Okay. He has been very honest about his experience in (laughs) female wrestling. You two have had very different experiences. Have you two spoken about your experience working with Impact and TNA Wrestling?
2: Uh, No, I haven't talked to him about it. But he has lived in Orlando. So when I signed with WWE, he and I talked um, about uh, about what Orlando was like, yeah.
1: Um the the Ultimate X returns this weekend. It's the knockouts. Ultimate X. You have been in Ultimate X. You've won Ultimate X. Do you have any advice for the knockouts in Ultimate? No,
2: X I can't advise. Just scary. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> too high. <laughs> so, so I can't say advice.
0: Okay, well, if not that, uh, how about um, round-robin tournaments? So the, oh. you you're very you know about them very much. They've been very popular. You've won Best of the Super Juniors and the Super Junior Tag Tournament with TNA champion Alex Shelley back in 2012. Uh, would you like to see a tournament like this held in the X Division? And who would you like to see in a tournament like this?
2: Mm, yes, I think this format is uh, perfect if you want to enjoy professional wrestling in a more sports-like way. So I think it will hold the interest of TV viewers for a long time.
1: Anyone from the the current New Japan roster that you'd like to see over in in TNA since everyone's on on good terms now?
2: Mm. Uh, New Japan wrestlers? Yeah, New Uh, Japan wrestlers in TNA. (laughs) I pick Eric Desperado. Oh, that'd be good. He's great.
0: I would love to see that. Uh, and Speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, because you're still uh, with them, working with them, are there any plans for you to return to New Japan Pro Wrestling in 2024, specifically to Japan? We've seen you uh, in Super Junior Tag League, but are there plans for you to go back and work in New Japan in Japan?
2: Yeah, I always miss Japan. Again, Japan again, and I would like to compete in Japan, but I haven't had many offers, but I think I can do a lot of things with Kevin, Kevin Knight in both the junior and heavyweight tag divisions.
1: With TNA officially returning back to TNA this weekend at, at Hard to Kill, were you watching uh, TNA back, back in the time? Because you, you were just starting out when the X-Division with AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels were really putting that on the map. So were you, were you paying attention to TNA at that time?
2: Mm, yes, of course. In 2009, I visited Scott Damore's uh, Canem Dojo in Windsor, Canada. At that time, I was always looking for opportunities and uh, wanted to try try out for TNA, but it never happened. I felt like it was a top runner of its time, and it was my dream ring. I think it will attract the interest of many young people. So oh, that time's my hero was, of course, Motor Stepanian.
0: I want to ask about your your fashion. You're very popular with your fashion, with what you wear, with your fans. Really? Yes, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> you have a fashion sense, and I want to ask who in the TNA locker room maybe has the best fashion sense or wears the nicest clothes, according to Kushida.
2: Probably, I pick Granti Granti Kazarian. Yeah, really? yeah, always wear beautiful fashion, nice suits that suit him.
1: Uh, you've been to Ontario, Canada uh, a lot with, with Impact. Any favorite places to, to visit in, in Ontario, Canada in general?
2: I think Tim Hortons has the uh, best coffee <laughs> in the world. I love Tim Hortons.
0: I live in Toronto, so that's my Oh, name. you see?
2: Oh, nice. It's cool. Oh,
0: I love it. Uh, you, you have been wrestling for a long time, but you've only been with TNA and Impact for a couple of years. Do wrestlers in TNA or, or Impact as it was, did they come to you for advice or
2: guidance as a performer? Uh, no, no, no. Never never talk to me. But uh, I always ask TNA legend for advice. So for example, Tommy Dreamer and uh D o. Brown are my favorite people.
1: Um sorry. Uh, you, you have a win against uh, Leo Rush, win and a loss in, in TNA and impact. Uh any any possibility of a third third match against Leo Rush?
2: Oh, I agree. I'm always ready. So he last last match he kicked to me. He, kicked me in the, my nuts, and uh, I lost. So I want to get it back soon.
1: Uh, so switching a little off-topic of, of wrestling, Back to the Future, okay. gotta ask. Favorite, favorite Back to the Future movie?
2: Yes, of course. I, I like all of 1, to 3, but uh, I especially love the way Part 2 expressed the future. Uh, yes. At, at that time, I was really about 10 years old and uh, played VHS tapes over and over game. Yes.
0: We uh, we play this game on our show.
2: It's oh. Great.
0: Yes. It's, okay. a, it's a fun game. We call it Partner, Promo, okay. or Punch in oh. the
2: Face. <laughs> punch in the Face.
0: We're going to take three wrestlers that you have a history with. And we're going to pick which one you would like to be a tag team with, which one you want to promo with in the ring, on the microphone, and which one you want to punch in the face, one-on-one, have a match with. We're going to pick Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, and, of course, Kevin Knight, the three men you're very, very connected with
2: lately. Okay, I I choose my partner is Kevin Knight. So, yeah, we are friends. We are friends, everybody. But uh, do you know what year it's been? Time in the motor is over. From now on, it's an EV. It's electronic. This is not the gasoline-powered motor city, but the electronic Tesla. Yes, the EV Tesla in the professional wrestling Industry is us the jet setters. <laughs> like that. Okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so you partner with Kevin Knight.
2: Yeah.
0: Who would you uh, Who would you have a match with one on one?
2: Uh yeah. Of course, Alex Shelley. He's champion now.
0: And then you you're gonna have a promo with Chris Sabin. I like this. Yeah. Great. And I like you already cut your promo. It's good. It's perfect. You love it. <laughs> Kushida, we want to thank you for your time. Thank you for joining um, us.
2: Oh, you're welcome.
0: We appreciate it. Uh you can watch uh, TNA Hard to Kill. Kushida will be in the match for the X Division Championship against Chris Sabin and of course, Hio uh, de Vikingo. we're looking forward to that match this Saturday, January 13th at the Palms in Las Vegas, Nevada. You can find a pay-per-view TNA Plus Triller. Uh, is there uh, Kishida, anything you want to plug? Do you anything you want to put over before we say goodbye? We say good night. Thank you very much for joining us.
2: <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: Oh, it's okay. We wanted to see ask you on
2: Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yes, we'll see you on Saturday. Hey. Thank you very much, Kushida. Thank you. There we go. Oh, there we go. The one and only Kushida joining us. Jeremy, you're muted. I'm unmuted. Now oh, you're unmuted.
1: Okay, yes.
0: <laughs> I want to say thank you to Kishida. That was a very, very fun interview for us. Uh, looking forward to uh, to Hard to Kill this Saturday. We're going to have coverage, of course, on Fightful. Uh, I will be at the show, and then we will have a post show after as well. Uh, I'm going to run back to my hotel room and uh, to talk about the show, hopefully with Steven Jensen and possibly with Cresta uh, with as well, if she's not doing the coverage for the other show.
1: big thanks to to tishita and for for tna impact uh for for hooking us up there we we appreciate it um you know everyone check out hard to kill this weekend it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be a busy weekend oh joel it's gonna be so busy
0: yeah, you've got a lot going on. It's not just it's not just the usual gamut. You're adding hard to kill. You've got New Japan Battle in the Valley. I think there was something else that we realized was Battle of the Belts, Battle of the Boards. That's right, Battle yeah. of the Boards is that night as well. So uh, I don't think how many people are going to be watching Battle of the Boards, or at least the tag match.
1: I mean, I think so. That's that's the one that's free. You know, like that's that's the free show this Saturday. That's I, true. Ricky's on there. We love Ricky Starks. Shout out to Ricky Starks. Bless Ricky Starks. Oh, poor,
0: poor Ricky Starks. Poor Ricky Starks. Oh, we're trying with him. He, he, You know what? I think we sat on this show and I said they're going to do it. And this was before anything with Jericho happened. Uh, I said it. It's going to be uh, the Jericho and Sammy. They're going to retcon the Sammy heel turn. They're going to make Sammy a baby face. And then they're going to give Sammy and Jericho... The uh, the tag title match and everyone was like no 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 and I was like no nah, it's, it's 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 inevitable
1: but here we are it's oh man like they were always gonna get that title match when you saw Jericho and Sammy reunite and everything like I got it but it's just it's an unfortunate situation for a lot of reasons uh when it when it comes to the tag team title situation I hope those belts get on track this year. Like the the House of Black FTR main event was really good on collision. Like we know the tag team wrestling can be really good in AEW. At some point, the Young Bucks will be back. It's just those belts have just been they, they haven't done anything with Starks and, and Bill. And they they have more they have more to offer than what they've been doing. I think Starks and Samuel will be good on Wednesday. Uh, and then the, the the match will be good on Saturday. Doing it in front of a, a crowd that may or may not have filed out of the building by the time it happens with Battle of the Belts. I don't know. I don't know. And Battle of the Belts, like, we know the joke. I make the joke every single time on Twitter. Champions are, like, 27-1. That show has become, like, nothing. But Sammy Guevara is the one in 27-1. So maybe... Maybe we get a change here, but that, that shows become so meaningless. Like they haven't even, they they haven't done anything to make that show feel special. Just like, yeah, here's a bunch of title matches where the outcome is. And when you look at those matches either, like throughout history, when you look at the matches, none of them ever seem in doubt. I not once going into battle of the belts have I been like, you know what? This is a toss up every single time they book these matches. It's like, you know what? This is pretty obvious
0: yeah there's no I, I i'll be up front i haven't watched a battle of the ports live in a while it just hasn't been for me i'll watch bits and pieces knowing that the matches are good sure but for me it needs to be a little more than just the matches i'm interested in seeing how the crowd reacts again because they certainly booed when big bill made the uh, the challenge on collision for the battle of the ports tag match i just it, sure it's happening. You know what? Let let Big Billy Starks let them retain that title, the tag titles, and then eventually it feels like it's going to be a house of black tag match because House of Black have now run roughshod over Collision. The the final moments I thought were fantastic on Collision this past Saturday. Show was very like paint by numbers Collision, which is fine because it's a wrestling show about wrestling that's how they present it and that's how it is it's good so uh, i like the end i like that house of black basically took out ftr you had danny garcia kind of put himself in with ftr fd garcia i'm sure will come up next and they'll do a six man it'll be fun julia hart gets involved and then you have her do the 10 belt salutes at the end and uh that's that's how they go off the air with the uh, house of black having decimated ftr and danny garcia that's fine that was good stuff but it feels like it's turning into the house of black show
1: I mean, it is, you know, there was no Danielson this week because he was in Japan. So, like, that's understandable. I'm sure once Danielson gets back, they'll continue to build that show around him. It's it's a weird show in the sense that, like, it doesn't feel very connected to Dynamite. And they got to figure out a way to to just connect the two. And that's where the world champion needs to come in. And I know and Samoa Joe wasn't on this show. But like they gotta they gotta just do a better job of connecting the two. Like I understand that you want some of it to live on its own, but you also gotta have some connective tissue there. And there is a little bit like the Eddie Kingston and Trent had a great match, and I know that was set up on Dynamite. So there are some instances where it is, but the instances where it's not is like the biggest thing in the world, is at least in the AEW world, is should be the world title and the fall of MJF and the rise of the devil. It's like the kingdom were on this show, but the kingdom were just on this show is like the kingdom. It's like it didn't feel like they were part of the biggest story in AEW.
0: Shaking hands with their opponents to show that they, that they adhere to the code of honor. Yeah. After they basically stole the tag titles. This yeah. is, what I, this is, this is the stuff that when I get, um, that, that when i criticize these are the things that i talk about it's just it is those little things but those little things can really take away the enjoyment again i said today that collision this past saturday was a really strong wrestling show but there was a lot of missing pieces in in the story this is one of those times where i'm like what why why did the kingdom come out why did they come out basically as kingdom kingdom that's fine but why are they shaking hands why aren't they being like complete assholes they got the roh tag titles Flaunt them in people's faces, and then they go almost twenty minutes in a proving ground match. There was stuff like that that was just like, "What? Why? why? What are we doing here?" What, also, 20 minutes. They went almost the full the full time, so maybe not twenty, but whatever the proving ground full time is. Is it ten?
1: I think it, the proving ground time is ten. It went 10. yeah, it went eight thirty three.
0: Sorry, my mistake. They almost went the full ten not minutes. It was it, it was a long match, and it was longer than it should have been, given that these are the new Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships that they effectively stole and have. We've been saying that they should have been the tag champions for a very long time. So this shouldn't be a, oh, we won them and stole them, but now we're barely going to retain them. No, you should be dominant tag champions. So stuff like that just kind of bugged me. Um, also, you, you said it, you were right. The New Japan, they don't care. They'll announce any match at any time. They announced the Eddie Kingston-Gabe Kid match at Battle in the Valley. The, the afternoon leading into Collision when Eddie was putting up the Continental Championship against... Uh, against Trent.
1: It, they announced it, I think on Friday night, uh, they
0: the, put out the, there was the challenge, but then, yeah, they announced it. Oh, maybe it was Friday night when they, yeah, announced
1: it was Friday night. They announced the, cause I remember I did the, did the post for it. And I'm pretty sure that was a Friday night post. Um, not a Saturday afternoon, but so yeah, the match was already announced and then, Hey, here's Eddie Kingston and, and Trent like, cause they wanted to announce the full card. They just announced the full card. And so that happened to be part of the full card. They didn't even like pretend of like the champion. Hey, it might be Trent guys. You might be seeing Trent in this match. Not Eddie Kingston. It's like, nah, you're just going to see Eddie Kingston. And like, look, people knew and everything, but you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta suspend it a little bit of just like, Hey, maybe this will happen and it will be this person instead of, uh, instead of Eddie Kingston, it will be maybe Trent will actually win but people more or less were going to to know it was going to be eddie kingston
0: yeah as much as card is subject to change this is one time where the card was not subject to change according to anybody who's watching it was yeah yeah, that's that's, again these are the little things that kind of like you have a new championship you want to make it big maybe give it a little bit more than what you've given it so far uh speaking of big championships so uh hook, when's hook gonna win the world championship? Is that happening twenty twenty four? Calling out the most Joe, it's gonna happen, right? That's a, that that was surprising, and I don't know why Hook called out. I I get why Hook hooks like I got I got giant cojones. I he is the Miz of AEW. He's got the giant balls. Hello, my balls are massive, Miz. Sorry, Hook, but he's going out the world champion. He made sense of it by saying his win loss record, his win loss percentage, puts him up there. Now we gotta actually make him a believable person to take on I don't, or Joe humbles him and makes him look like a bit. Yeah. I don't think you
1: need to make hook. Well, a believable challenger one. I think the fans like hook well enough, but I truly think Joe should just go in there and wreck this kid. And this is no knock on hook. Like I truly think Joe should just wreck him. I don't think AW does that enough. I don't think they just have guys just, they want a 50, 50, everybody like it's it's okay it to just and this was you know the the proving ground match is an example of like brian keith and commander they they like brian keith and commander so it's like oh we want to make them look strong in a loss like if everybody looks strong then then nobody nobody looks strong like it's okay if samoa joe just goes in there and completely wrecks this dude what is hook Lose unless you have, and this is what I always. Unless you have an actual plan with Hook, unless you are gonna turn him into this kind of world beater underneath Samoa Joe, but I don't think they are. I think they're just gonna do what they're gonna do with the FTW title. Maybe he loses it at some point, but just have Joe come in there and show, like, yeah, okay, cool. You've been winning this FTW title. You've been winning street fights, basically. There's levels to this game, kid. You've been around for like two years. I've been around for two decades. There's levels to this shit. And I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy you. And I, I truly think that's what it should happen. Because it's not like hooks winning the world title within the next year. So it's okay if he just gets destroyed in this match. He gets a hope spot or whatever. Like, you don't have to give him no offense or anything. But he more or less, it's a it's a glorified squash. And it's like, all right. You see that there's a there's a whole different level that you got to climb to. Just because you can beat Wheeler Yuta in a street fight doesn't mean you're ready to come after the king.
0: And then out comes Eddie Kingston and challenges Hook for the Continental Championship that he has, right?
1: Why is Eddie Kingston challenging Because
0: you mentioned he can come after the king.
1: Oh, I guess. I and mean, the king of the
0: bums. And what do you do? He bums street fight and then street... <sighs> sorry no, eddie
1: kingston and samoa joe's the, the money match right i there. would love
0: to see it absolutely there's there is money in that match i don't know if you'll see it this well you could see anything this year but i don't know if you'll see it in the next three four months so uh so there you go it would be good let's get a couple super chats shall we cadence says, any surprises planned for Daly's place do y'all think uh what do you think jeremy is Are it young play?
1: bucks are the young bucks a surprise? Are we going to count them as a surprise?
0: I would actually, I would like to see that return happen at Daily's Place. I think that'd be good. It would be a nice return for them. Daily's Place was where they really, you know, that where where Dynamite really existed for the you know second to third year of their product when they were getting hot. So the Bucks were a part of that. Bucks and FTR was something that I was watching last night on. Uh, they they did a Daily's Place retrospective on AW timelines, and they were just showing a bunch of matches. Bucks and Bucks and FTR was there, and I was like, oh yeah, that shit that, that was good stuff. So I would love to see the Bucks come back. That's a good spot for them. The other than that, though, I don't know. A lot of people are gonna say Mercedes, a lot of people are gonna say, you know, one of the other free agents. That is it possible? Yes. I don't know. I feel like if you're gonna bring out somebody like Mercedes, I see the reason to do it at Daily's Place, given the connection to AEW and the, the history there. But also the venue's not it's not an arena. It's not a, it's the sound is different. The sound, I just think the reaction is different. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but like around stage versus whatever they set up at dailies. It's, it's different. I get what you're
1: saying. I also like understand the sentiment of like dailies place. It, this is the homecoming dailies place. Honestly was a reason why AW survived during the pandemic. Like if they didn't have dailies place, I don't know where they were going to run. They're just going to run what the nightmare factory the whole time. And that wouldn't have been those shows. You can tell the difference in the energy between the nightmare factory tapings and the dailies place tapings. And I don't think they would have been able to run long-term because Georgia was shutting down. Florida wasn't. So like if they didn't have dailies place, I don't know if AW survives the pandemic. So like they like rewarding that audience in that crowd. Um, so I could see Mercedes coming out there as, as a big. They debuted Sting uh, there I, again, pandemic. But like, I do agree with Dave though. Like, if you have Mercedes, you're probably booking a big venue and doing a wink and a nod and all of this. You're probably not had like not selling tickets to this because I think Daly's place is actually like more or less sold out because it's a it's a venue that they're they're used to. It's a uh, a, a hometown crowd that's probably going to sell out regardless of what you have. You probably want to have like Mercedes, like actual big debut, be in a place where you're going to move tickets for.
0: And they've already set up a pretty strong card. I mean, you've got Claudio versus Hangman, you've got Sammy Guevara versus Ricky Starks. I think that's a street Is that a street fight or is that the other match? No, nah, I think it? it's a regular match. Uh Joe was going to make his first uh, appearance as AEW champion live in front of a crowd at Daily's place. And then oh, the the Tornado Tag is Sting and Darby versus uh Takeshi and Hops. Then and that alone and they will obviously add more matches as time goes on, but that alone is Pretty a pretty stacked card. And they like you said, they've already had a pretty uh close to sold out, if not already sold out, Daily's place ready for for homecoming.
1: Yeah, I don't think you need like to do a Mercedes debut. And again, I would I would tease the shit out of that. I would not I wouldn't make that really a surprise type of thing. I would I said this on True Hill Heat, Shadow Test V three and the guy the guys. Uh I would go full punk with this. I just bank on it bank statement. It's going to be money. I ain't driving a, uh, you know, I'm driving up bins to the arena. Wh- whatever you got to say to let people know without letting people know that Mercedes is there or will be there. You do it. This is something that like, they got to drive ticket sales and I don't like getting into full ticket sales and stuff. It's not my area of expertise, but like, you can see just the overall marketing of stuff. Like why Why didn't they announce Sting's last match in Charlotte more than like a day's notice? That was, I know Revolution is in Greensboro, but not everyone can make that trip. So, hey, Charlotte, let's come out to that one. Sting in, I don't know if Sting's going to be at the Virginia card, which is Collision on Saturday but you should probably announce that sooner rather than like, I don't feel like you can afford to hold off. Like, Oh, we got to wait and see how dynamite plays out before we know if Sting's going to be on there. If you know, Sting is going to be there, then announce it. You don't have to say it's going to be a match to give away. Like the results of this, just be like Sting's going to be there. We will hear from Sting and the fallout from the tag team match. Win or lose. You're going to see Sting on the Virginia show on collision like that that's where so why soluble says a thing it might be match by match fine don't make it a match don't announce an, a match yet you can still say sting appearance and then oh. wednesday after dynamite if he's feeling good good enough for a match then you can say it's going to be a match but you've got to advertise him appearing if you if you know he's going to appear Sting or, has an important announcement. I'm for it. Sure,
0: let's do it. Even, even if Darby has an appearance, if Darby has something, then you can almost anticipate Sting being with him. That's And that's fine. As long as it's not Ric Flair has an important announcement because then we're all going to be stuck for 20 minutes waiting for it to happen. Like uh, hang, yeah. Hangman was a weird one to
1: me. I'm all for Hangman versus Claudio, but you're in Virginia. That's Hangman country. Why why is Hangman not on that collision or Battle of the Show? And maybe he will yeah, be. I think he
0: will be. I think coming out of out of uh the you, match with Claudio. They might even I don't know, maybe they set up do, do you do Mox? Does Mox come back after he let's say he decimates Claudio and Mox comes to make the save? So long as it's not you to, <laughs> wheeler coming in to save his uh his coach, Coach Claudio after Hangman beats the shit out of him.
1: See, maybe he will be, but like then you're announcing it on a Wednesday at yep. the earliest you want to move tickets as quick as possible. You want to, you want to give people enough notice that, Hey, you're going to see, you're going to see hangman page in his hometown. Them announcing that match for dynamite was just, it was a little strange to me. Like I understand you homecoming daily's place. I, you want hangman page on that show. Fine. You couldn't have done like a hangman page appearance for daily's place. And then done the match at collision like I, I just think they need to they need to just be a little bit better about when they're announcing stuff and, and getting the right people on the right shows.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and this has been kind of the something we've talked about is the idea of the walk-ups being a big thing right now with AEW with with sales. People will, will do the walk-up, they'll buy a ticket and they'll go to the show. And that doesn't, you know, that's not sustainable. That's not a long-term solution to how you book your, your shows. So uh, I would like to see them just like you said, promote the talent ahead of time, not to show me a big graphic with, you know, who's on the show traditionally. Cause not everyone's going to be on that show every single week. Uh, Adam Copeland showed up. We knew we were going to hear from him, but we didn't hear from, you know, we didn't know that Griff Garrison was going to come out and that they were going to have a match. That would have been a deterrent. So let's actually not use that in his example. Um, but I did love that Griff Hardcastle. And uh, Adam Copeland decided to have a match. Sure. It happened. It, it makes, okay. In the Adam Copeland, I'm going to start from the bottom and make my way back up so I can beat Christian cage story. Make perfect sense. Cause Griff Garrison, who he brings back the BTE sketch that the only thing that he's remembered for is who the F is Griff Garrison. Sure. Uh, but instead, you know, the whole idea here is that Copeland's going to get back to, to Christian cage. Sure. But, but again, going back to your point, not every week is Adam Copeland promoted for a show. And that's something that we should do is that moving forward over the next month, book them for those shows or at least have it in your head that you are promoting them because they're going to be on the show. And now we're going to drive tickets based on that.
1: The Copeland Open Challenge.
0: The Copeland Challenge. The uh, the sure. Copeland Challenge. Yeah. Sure. It's like Copenhagen, but uh, in Cope.
1: I, sure. I don't know.
0: Neither do I. That's why we're here. <laughs> I don't
1: know what you want me to say. Adam Copeland. You know, I'm not like well, you're the favorite. biggest Adam Copeland fan.
0: Well, yes, you are. You spent weeks telling me that you are. Was that a bit? Uh, he, he's doing
1: matches. Good for him. He's facing Griff Garrison. That was somebody who we wanted to work with. He got to work with them. All right. We're going to see Adam Copeland in these matches, these open challenge matches to get back to Christian Cage. Cool. Oh, fine. Let's
0: go. Copeland cup. That's it. It's going to, when he, when he laces up, or when he puts those boots in the middle of the ring and the next year he comes out and he's, he's the Copeland cup. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> he should build his own family. <laughs> Griffin it Kennedy. was
1: Kennedy hardcastle. Yeah.
0: That was very right. funny. I like that. They did that. that was... uh, anyway, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, we'll go past AEW. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about what happened there. First of all, we talked about AOP returning and we got it, nailed it on the head going after lashley and the prophets we will talk about the main event stuff but let's talk real quick aop comes back they brought back pretty paul ellering i like that uh supposedly you know as the report is from FIFA select is that aop wanted to bring back paul as a thank you as a you know you brought us here we want to bring you with us lift you up even though paul is anyway uh and then uh karen cross has has some new uh some new friends what do you think is this this does this firmly plant bobby lashley and the street profits back into babyface territory jeremy
1: Seems like they're back in baby face. I like Paul Elling's glove. That's a sweet white glove with his two Hall of Fame rings. It's pretty, it's pretty dope, honestly. Yeah, good for I him. like that. Uh you called it. You said Bobby Lashley, he would attack them. Good on you, Joel Pearl. Um look, man, I don't I'm not big. I'm not high on and Cross. I think he's like fine, but yeah, I'm just not super high on him. And you'll see how this works as a as a trio. I don't like the it's not necessarily like his in ring stuff. I, I'm not a fan of just the the gimmick stuff. Like that's really where I'm lost on Karrion Cross. And maybe they'll have like some cool trios matches. Like I did like what Akam and Razor uh, authors of pain were doing with Seth Rollins. I, I did like that. I think Seth Rollins is just an overall better performer than Karrion Cross on just about every single level and it worked better. But I think AOP is Cross is like heavies it works to to an extent and I think it can be fine and just like how much staying power does it have? How far are they willing to go with it? I don't I I don't know and I don't know how long we're going to how long it's going to like fully last. Like it's a, it's a fine it's a fine mid card act.
0: The setup for Cross's new finish is a lot. I will say that.
1: I hate the uh, the pump handle stuff unless it's just going right into a slam. Why do you have to do a pump handle into an F5? Like the pump handle looks stupid in there. Like the meltdown, when Rafa do the meltdown, that's that the rolled. best. Yeah. That yeah. Was bad. No, a pump right. handle into an F five, I don't know. It's a lot. Like he did, he hit it well. It was, it looked good. I'll give him that. But yeah, just pick the dude up into an F five position.
0: I have a feeling that there will be a producer at some way, shape, or sometime very soon that says, Oh, "less, less is more." carry. And, and then, but he can't
1: do an F five. You can't he, do it. Like, no, but
0: he doesn't. He doesn't do an F five. He sets it up a little differently and turns it into. He turns it into something a little different from an F five. But I understand where you're coming from. It just has to be.
1: No, he just doesn't. He doesn't have five, doesn't he?
0: No, it's 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 a little different. Sean. No, actually... that shit's an F five, Joel. No, I'm gonna go back and look at it. Did you already find it?
1: No, I just I, it. I saw it enough because people were complaining about it hey, chat. I'm not crazy <laughs> here, am I?
0: You're always crazy. We know I this. Mean,
1: sure, but like it's just an F five. Dun dun, dun dun
0: Sorry, I'm thinking about Lashley. <laughs> it's a better team. It's a banger theme, especially
1: when it's like bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> Lashley's so into it too. Bless that man.
0: He is. He's great. It's yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of into like a top top side DDT type of thing. Um, it's a f-
1: uh, sure. It's an F five. Like the fact that this is a debate says all you need to know. Like you should know what this dumb finish is.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. We need more people, like more more backstage people, to just be like, nah, tone it down a bit. It's an F <laughs> five it's fine uh I'm looking for for the Sean tweet of what he called it but it's
1: it's fine did I you can't... did you actually like can you admit that it's an f5 or can you admit that you're no, wrong because
0: I'm f5. looking I'm looking for the I'm looking for it again
1: I can need you to... not find it
0: no I can't find it I'm, I'm untr- oh my gosh Charles. I, also, I Just... don't want it, I can't scrub through anything because the uh, the audio comes through that stuff sucks
1: it, he has him in a shoulder breaker position and then he goes down into more or less an f5 well I think you're i will send it to you check your
0: dms i don't want to check my dms it's always problem. oh
1: my gosh i
0: don't there I, don't, I spend no time on twitter anyway uh this is a thing well, yeah, yeah, we do our if research. If you want to
1: call it a DDT, fine. But the F five is more or less like a DDT ish.
0: Okay, so he does. So he sets up the pump handle. We talked about that already. It's very silly. He brings him up. He does. He brings him up into the shoulder it's breaker a, position, yeah, shoulder and then breaker. he flips it around. So he doesn't bring him up onto the top of his shoulders into a fireman's carry like you would with an F five, and then right. he, flip. he has him instead in that pump handle position, and then swings him around and takes him down. So it's 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 all and not of an f5 it's like it's like an f4 it's like an alt f4
1: <sighs> that thing it's can't get out of second here forget an f5 it's shit stuck in neutral yeah That's it's, what it's, called. It's, called it's, neutral.
0: it's called it's called the neutral it's called the neutral anyway uh the the real the story here is aop is returning and or has returned and uh, this is this is something. This is nice. It's another tag team to join up with uh, the SmackDown tag division that very sorely needs something to fight for because Judgment Day sure shit aren't coming around that often. I uh, would like to see either you split the tag titles or just have the tag champions come around more often because right now they're a little busy on Raw trying to get one of them a, a world title that they just can't get.
1: Somebody says they should repackage Dexter to add to the cross. Faction. I don't know if you need to repackage him. Just gonna be there as a silent dude who is a is a hitman along with everybody else. I don't know if he needs a full-on repackage for
0: that. No, I don't think so either. It would just be easy to let him be Dexter. <laughs> that's it. Come Damn. out with a giant hatchet and just threaten everybody. I think that's the way to repackage him. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh you let's let's hit the super chat from Will Chisholm. By the way, get your super chats in any question or statement, get your question or statement read on the air. Any amounts, get your I'm I'm off this morning. Will Chisholm, who did a better pipe bomb? CM Punk or Cat Williams well
1: Can we talk about this? You you don't feel I don't feel like you're a man of taste who has seen this Cat Williams interview.
0: I have heard worry. a lot of people talk about it. I have not spent the time to watch it yet. Yeah, so go ahead, you'll... fill me in. Let's go. I, I can't really
1: fill you in if you don't like understand the context and stuff. Joel, like, listen. It's
0: listen. We talk about wrestling, and uh, context is not needed for wrestling. We know this.
1: It's Cat Williams just like ethered everybody, and it was hilarious. He went after Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer. Um, uh, I forget the dude's name, Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley. He went after all. Uh, Kevin Hart went after all these dudes. Just oh, absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I can't, like, if you don't know who these people are and you don't understand no, the I'm aware of the context, who
0: these. I'm aware of who these people are. I'm aware of their comedian status. I'm aware of who Cat Williams is. I did not see the interview in question where he basically stepped on everyone's neck.
1: You don't have to see the, the full-on interview. You just watch, like, clips.
0: The context, and, uh, Jeremy. We talked in context here.
1: Uh, the context is these men spoke ill on Cat Williams and claimed that Cat Williams wasn't about that life and cat williams proved he was
0: well you know who's about that life
1: yes yes
0: it's cat von z that's me gold dust
3: huh. like a jason gold i'm joking it's me guys it's
0: oh, later, right? oh shit really hold you really got me there. You look like you you look
1: you look like you're a slasher gold dust. I want more more <laughs> slasher stuff in wrestling. So like I'm my sure. uh, my
3: buddy makes these. He makes these on Etsy and he sells them and he gave me a whole bunch of them. I have like uh I have a gold dust one, I have a couple other res- I have a cane one.
1: That's pretty sweet. Burn
3: it. Yeah. I keep telling him like you gotta you gotta market it. It's pretty cool.
1: How are you doing, Andrew Zarian?
3: I'm good, how are you?
1: Good, good. Do you know anything about Cat Williams? Are you a man of taste? Oh,
3: dude one of the best things i've ever heard him say uh it was it, like this is like his old uh uh stand-up special and it was about entering a part of a, a woman's body but he enters like 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 a door That's- and just I, I have no idea the how he puts those words together to sound so funny he's one of the i mean he's bonkers right he's bonkers and he's his anything that man says it could be funny he could be ordering something at a restaurant
1: oh his. His timing and delivery is so good. When he was talking so about good. when he was talking about putting Ricky Smiley in a dress, he's, he's talking, to, he was just talking about Ricky Smiley. Oh, what's he done and stuff? He's like, Not then, or not now, then. And he's just like, Ricky Smiley, I had it in my contract. Ricky, if I ever work with Ricky Smiley, he's got to be, be in a an dress. And Shannon Sharp's like, that was in your contract. He's like, that was in my contract. And he's like, What was Ricky <laughs> Smiley's next role? First Sunday, whatever that movie's called, is like Ricky Smiley in a dress. Hey, Shannon Sharp is like, why, why'd you have that in your contract, Cat? He's like, that's what he's best at. I believe people should be put in the best <laughs> role that they are suited for. <laughs> Ricky Smiley plays a woman the best. Him and Tyler Perry, they they play a woman better than they play a man. That's that should be the role that they are in. Oh, that, just just so, so good. His so delivery is so good. His timing <laughs> is
3: so good so yeah Betty, hysterical put it in hysterical. your
1: contract your contract that you can't show up this person can't show up to this movie unless they're in a dress
3: i love there are like certain words that he says that i love to hear him say like when he says the word illuminati <laughs> he says it in such a unique way i i i, I wish i could do a good cat williams oh. i really wish i could
1: Will Wills right. The the why well, he just he takes a sip of whatever they're drinking, I think it's whiskey. He's like, "You have an unnatural allegiance to losers, and that is not like you."
3: <laughs> I used to heard that and I was dying. I was dying. <laughs> so, I know a lot of, and you know what? That's a very true statement. I know a lot of successful people, a lot of great people that have this unnatural alliance to a group of losers, <laughs> and I don't know why. Oh, about a group I of know. losers talk about a group of losers did you uh did you see the the turmoil on twitter over me just reporting news you can't no, do that zarian. Don't
1: the bear andrew zarian you can't you can't report anything wow. Zarian. Wow,
3: you these just people can't. are deranged deranged Duh, deranged
0: yes. I, yeah. to, yeah. tell you how. I
3: gotta tell you i found one of them really Mm-hmm.
0: was it did in you your house them?
3: i found one of them i it's it's not too far from me Oh, and I sent a very nice message.
0: <laughs> did you say, do your mommy and daddy know that you say these things on the internet? Oh
3: oh I did bring up the mommy and daddy and I sent them their mommy and daddy's address and I sent them the sister's address that just got married and moved to Long Island. And I sent the brother's address. That's a New York City school teacher.
1: Well, Zane, and you I sent them And I
3: sent them and I sent them his employer's uh, address and the employer and the boss's uh, address i don't i don't oh, mess you, around you, with that stuff
0: can, yeah but you can find a mcdonald's address anywhere because they're like everywhere you go
3: no it was a very it's a very uh he's an accountant one of these losers
1: this man's going to end up with a horse head in his bed and very close
3: <laughs> very close there's enough
0: black mold in your house that you yeah. could just scrape some off and put there's it in there's
3: enough the- black mold in my house that i could just go <sighs> Ah, oh, Zarya just put the mold has taken me over. I'm now, I'm because it's like a symbiote, it, it's <laughs> they're, gone they're, on to they, me.
1: They don't understand. Like, all right, they're gonna go after Dave. Dave is just gonna, he's just yeah. gonna, like, whatever. He's gonna talk to, he's gonna reply to the people with like three followers and everything. <laughs> like, and then Sean will just like call him out on social media and stuff like you, weird behavior, you're a dork, and all this stuff. They don't understand what they're, they're fucking with when mold dust is good. Um,
2: they don't understand who they're
1: fucking with, with Andrew Zarian.
3: Like I, I'm not, I'm listen. I do my best on the internet to be oh mold dust. That's so good. I just <laughs> saw it. on the screen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I
3: just saw it. That is, that is, you know what? Uh, when I show up at that man's house yeah. and I, and I throw the mold on his, on his, this is, this See, is the, this is the character.
1: It's the Jason it not- mask too. So you got the you got he's the. Like, what are Jason you going to do James to me? Please,
3: please, please don't hurt me! Don't hurt me! I'm like I'm not going to hurt you for the short term. I'm going to hurt you for the long term.
0: <laughs> it was just a prank, bro. So is this?
1: <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to fuck with Andrew Zarian. That that man. I, I'm
3: a, I'm not a normal person. Joel knows this.
0: That is accurate. <laughs> it's true.
3: I, I I've I've I have. Years and years of positive affirmations for myself that I say, repeat in my head daily <laughs> that I, I need to live a positive life. <laughs> you got to get out of wrestling.
1: If you want to live a positive life, Seriously,
3: dude, uh, it, I couldn't, I really couldn't believe it actually. Uh, you know, I'm joking about, I mean, I am serious. I did find this fucking loser and I'm going to, I, and, and he will, he will know, uh, but it is it is kind of comical how nuts people are. You know it's, they're like I'm like dude I, I don't I don't care I, like you think I give a shit where Sasha Banks ends up.
0: Does it impact my living? No, I don't care. Guys, so nice. guys, guys. Andrew Zarian said it doesn't impact his living. <laughs> hey, oh, oh there you go. Him. He's dropping well, impact.
3: Joel, next week, you know. D- not no, I know you're, in, you're, you're this week. I know Saturday, Sunday, you're in Vegas. I was this close to going.
0: You could still come.
3: I I can't do a trip because I, I'm going to LA on the 22nd for for like five days. So I couldn't uh, I couldn't justify two trips out west. Yes, back to back.
0: You just choose not to,
3: dude. I should have gone. You know what I should have done? I should have gone this week. I should have left on like the 17th and then gone over the weekend. You know what you should over the night, and I should have gone over the weekend.
0: You should go today, you should go to CES, because I know you're a tech guy, like I am. I'm a tech guy. You go to CES, and then go to hard to Kill with me, and then go do whatever for two weeks because I'll be at home: I would love to, man. I know. I would love you to join me, but there's only so much time you can spend.
3: My buddy might be there. Actually, he's a uh, good friends with Bubba. That's why I was gonna make the stop because he's out in Vegas and he was gonna come see Bubba. So I was gonna make the stop because you know you're there. Lance is there. I haven't seen Lance. Do I you thought, see uh, him at those? Uh, tell him I said hello when you see him.
0: No, Lance doesn't go beyond the curtain. The only people I see beyond the curtain are Tommy.
3: <laughs> what do you mean like, they don't let you? They don't let you back there. You work for them,
0: don't you? That's fair. Yeah. The Toronto shows were always hilarious because they work They, they work a nightclub, right? So they're all – and because everyone's, like, focused on the ring, they don't see all the wrestlers literally just hanging out in the back, like, at the bar or, or like, in the little alcoves where people like me are sitting because they're, like, little comfortable seating areas that I can still see everything on. And they'll come over and they'll sit with me and we'll just have a calm chat because they don't know who I am. They just know that I'm there watching the show and not being a dick. So that's how I end up having conversations with like Kevin Knight about what food he should order or with, Bubba, nice. with, or like with Bubba. Yeah. But you're
3: one of, you're one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, like we all joke, like what, a, like a total sweetheart, like easy to talk to, not a bad bone in his body. Like what? just like, uh, he's this, what do you, you don't know that man,
0: Jeremy? No, no. He spends way too much time with me to know. <laughs> I'm around. I guess I'm around
3: like so many bad people that yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I'll say it now. I'm going to be on the on the Mark Hoke show. I'm going to be in studio with them. Yeah, I'm trying to get Mark oh, Hoke nice. to beat you up. That's fine. Well, I'll be with them Sunday morning. That's uh, eight to ten Pacific. So that what is that? Ten to one Eastern? No, that's eleven no. to one Eastern. Eleven, 11 to one. Yeah. So uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, the plan is to be on that show. That's Sunday morning. Uh, go check out that. I'll, I'll post the links later on, but that's, that's Sunday. That's a little while yeah. we'll talk hard to kill. I, and we'll see who else comes a, around the studio that morning.
3: I think you should go in Tony Khan's fuzzy hat and glasses.
0: Listen, if I can get my hands on them, I absolutely will. Cause they simulcast that show on the internet.
1: Yeah, You could should be able to find something similar to it in Vegas, especially that's True, like.
0: especially in Vegas. I got to yeah. find my sunglasses. Those are, they're in a drawer somewhere but I gotta find the right ones because I got two pairs one of them is right and one of them is not I think I can find them here
3: so Jeremy when I ask you about the Mercedes stuff okay. what do you think where do you think she ends up
1: I I trust you I trust Sean and you everyone is saying expected use these correct words expected expect aw so I trust. I, mean, I trust both of you
3: the the only reason why I'm a little bit more confident than Sean, and I, and I think Sean is pretty confident, uh, but I was told a specific thing. Uh, before it wasn't like I wasn't told, hey, guess what? Mercedes is headed there. I was told something that was very specific.
1: Uh, can I text you, Andrew Zarian?
0: Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text me. Well, we just all put it in the private chat. We have no secrets here.
1: Nah, I just texted you.
0: Oh, that's fair. Swag on I got a MacBook.
3: Hold on. You guys are here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Need to get the ding. There we go. Okay. Oh, okay. So like, All right.
3: Well, you know, that's pretty good. Valid, ver- ver- You know, verification. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I'm going to ask a question. This has nothing to do with anything we typed. Are they, because I don't know when, she, when, or when she would debut. Are they running Boston anytime soon or no?
0: No. Okay. I don't think so. No, they're mostly in the South okay.
3: the next little bit. Yeah. They're mostly in the South. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I have think, no... Here's my my
1: bold prediction for this. I think they're just going to... There's no pay-per-views upcoming. They're just going to announce a pay-per-view. And, and they're going to call it like bank statements. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> and oh my it's God. Gonna,
1: that's what it's going to be. That's, called that's the money cool. mark yeah that that's my that's my prediction they're they're at just the gonna, t- at the
3: td bank gardens
1: they're gonna create a pay-per-view for her i don't know where i mean that would that would make yeah, could create a pay-per-view.
3: pay-per-view you know I, I they ran 11 with ring of honor because i i'm constantly told by people there that ring of honor is canon um uh, you know they ran 11 adding one more when would they run but you know here's the problem when the hell would they run it they would have to run it mid-february
0: can wait, canon as in you should put them into a canon and shoot them into the sun? Because that's basically how we treat Ring of Honor these days.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I they could add another pay-per-view. I mean they should really. They've seen the success with these things. I don't know why they here here's something that I don't understand. Cause I know they like from last year when we spoke about this and they we we kind of uh I went into that story that they're running monthlies, you know, they're gonna run monthly pay-per-views. Uh, That's how it was said to me. And it it makes sense. If you were to time out um, all the pay-per-views that they ran, you know, minus the two, the one week, you know, problem between all in and all out, they ran a consistent pay-per-view schedule from May on every month. They had a pay-per-view. So, but why wait till the last minute? Like even world's end was a very last minute announcement when they announced that they were running that show. It did well, but, you know if you're if you're planning a pay-per-view for february which i don't know i don't know anything about a february pay-per-view or anything if you're going to run that wouldn't you wouldn't you announce it like today or yeah. t- or wednesday
0: so next week's dynamite is in charleston north charleston that is the largest venue they're running over the next few weeks and that's a almost 14,000 cap arena everywhere else is less than 10 you want to sell tickets you want to get a big one that's probably where you do it yeah, but not
3: enough time i mean you're but you're well, also yeah, you setting up to put it
0: out there. they only need a week to put it out there and they'll get what they need i guarantee it That's you think fantastic. so if they announce mercedes
3: enough. right let's say if they announce mercedes for that show
1: it'll it'll definitely boost everything but
0: tony's when on, did they dude.
1: announce when did they announce first dance like everyone knew it was it was punk how much headway did they give up for for first dance Maybe you few. know
3: what i think that i would put an asterisk on that because he had not been around forever fair and i think what? the product was so hot where where's the show you said uh the the north.
0: it's at the north Charleston coliseum what's that for? okay i'm at i'm at Res, i'm at oh, russell north. tix so south oh, okay. carolina and and i'm trying to
3: find out what russell tix has
0: Uh, Caden says that uh, he's thinking daily's place, but that's his Florida bias. We talked about Daly's place. It doesn't make sense to do daily's place only because of the, 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 the tickets are sold. The cards are already pretty big. Do you really want to do that and overshadow? Is it worth doing it there? The homecoming part is big, but is it, is it going to do it? Is that going to be enough? Or you do the debut there because you have the sold house and you say next week, she'll be in action. And then you sold tickets to, to the next show
3: yeah i I'm still trying to find the uh ticket one
1: i would think you would wanna sell tickets to her first appearance more than a surprise that that's just my general thought is you would want you would you would wanna sell tickets instead of do some type of surprise
3: yeah i mean i would imagine you would wanna because it, people you they're not they're not selling out these stadiums. Okay, and North Charleston. Here we go. Oh my God, they, this is not good.
0: And she's ADO's a legitimate- Dynamite rampage. Yeah, dynamite and rampage. Okay, yeah, dynamite and rampage.
3: Right now, this is as of three days ago. Okay, that building is only outfitted for twenty eight hundred people. Woof. Okay, they have sold seventeen hundred. There's a thousand tickets still available.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: They either. got a lot of work to do. See, wow.
1: Okay, so people are saying surprises work, and, and like look, look at the Punk debut and everything. That building was already sold out. Like they didn't, they didn't need CM Punk coming into Survivor Series to to sell out that build. That building was sold out yeah. before Punk even got released from AEW. Uh, surprise! I think when you're talking to a, a star on the level of Mercedes, you want to sell tickets with that first appearance. No offense to any other, star, like Diana was a surprise this past week. But that was a if local you, surprise.
3: It, that was a local pop. And that's it's why it's a it local
1: works. pop and like if you if you announce Diana, like it's going to move some tickets. This isn't a knock on Diana. There's just levels to how big of a, a draw these these people are. Mercedes is a legit top tier draw. Look at Battle in the Valley tickets last year with all they had announced was Mercedes and Kyrie. Look at Battle in the Valley tickets this year. Okay, Cody is also that was WrestleMania. If, you're, if yeah. you if you want to do if you want to save a Mercedes surprise for a pay-per-view that is already sold out, fine. I, that's one thing. But in that case, you're not you're not going until March. You're holding her off until yeah. March for an event that is already sold out because of Sting, because it stings last match. If you want to hold her off until then, fine. Do a surprise. If you're just going to debut her on a Dynamite, you better announce that and move some tickets and pop some ratings.
3: Yeah, unless unless what they what they do, I mean, they could have some sort of video package of her, you know, and then uh, I got my cue to leave. I, my producers are telling me I need to get in the car and go to work
0: uh, <laughs> What are you talking about? That's my okay.
3: producers, I mean, I mean, my father is is waiting for me because he drives me to the train. Um, <laughs> I, I would say that if you, would, if you do like a video thing and she shows up on this place and they, they tease or they, you know, they put together some intriguing vignette like they would with Jericho returning where they're not saying it's him, but it's, you know, everything points in that direction and you, and it says next week or something. And now, you know, you're speculating that could work too for the following week. I don't think she should show up at Daly's place. I don't know if she will. I don't know anything about that. Um, but you're right. They should move tickets, and Daly's place is not where they're going to move tickets. That building is 2,500 people, and they've sold already 2,500 tickets.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what so, we came to conclusion with too. That's why we're saying North Car- North Charleston. You can you can bring her out and say she's you know, or do the video says next week, and then that's you also
3: it. don't want to set her up for failure debuting in a building that you know is going to be that's empty true. because is day it is as the well, optics actually. on Twitter will be terrible. Yeah, this is like like they did with Edge. Edge, you know, this is what he's performing in front of, and it's all empty.
0: Yeah, and again, that's their North Charleston debut, so that's something that they're touting as well. That's the first yeah, time was... in a venue in that city. So well, and again, only had a little...
1: thousand tickets. So it being their big debut ain't ain't, ain't mean it ain't too so much. Big.
0: Yeah, and then they return to Savannah, Georgia, a week later at the End Market Arena. So you could do that. You can have her debut at the end of January, uh, going into Rumble season. Yeah. All right, gotta go. Bye. We appreciate you. Uh, Well, Chisholm said that uh, Mio and Mia and EO was great. There is a Mio Shirai, but it's yeah, that's that's anyway. EO is who we're talking about. Yeah. EO and Mia had a good match. I was really, I was really happy with that. It was good. Good showing.
1: Uh, People are, I mean, let's stay on Mercedes for a little bit here. First off, don't be or there's nobody in our chat our chat is is we, we like our chat as much as i sometimes will bury you guys we like our chat you guys are very very smart we get opinionated and everything but i don't think anybody takes it too serious or anything like that so don't threaten people rustling news have we not learned this with with like sean and now or you You definitely don't want to fuck with Andrew Zarian. This man's getting addresses to you, to your your family, your family's family, your third cousin twice removed. Don't mess with Andrew Zarian, everybody. We like to joke that uh, that Zarian is like mafia. Uh, He didn't do anything to dispel that joke with his
0: comment there. I tried to warn you all. I tried to warn you all, but no one wanted to listen when I said Zarian's
1: it. on a different level. I love Andrew Zarian. He's on a different level. Because, you know, we had Zarian on Spotlight and he he said this. He's like, this is not what I do for a living. Like I do wrestling news. It, it's it's fun. I like to I like to be involved in wrestling, but this is not the end all be all for me. So Zarian does not he's it's not like you're going to do this and then it's like oh well, I got to continue to break news and stuff like no Zarian's going to do this and he's got other other stuff going on. So yeah, don't don't mess with Andrew Zarian everybody.
0: Um, and just don't suck as a as a yeah. person on the Internet. Like we all we're all talking about the same thing and some people just happen to have some some news And they give you as much as they can. Like, what do you want? I don't know. I don't know where this whole, like, yeah, but you would tell us if you knew, but you don't. So tell us anyway. It's like, well, it's not how this works. Just a lot of weird people, a lot of weird people in the space, a
1: lot of weird people, a lot of weird people. Um, yeah, but just don't be weird especially don't death threats and stuff. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all? Um, the, as far oh, as Mercedes?
0: Mercedes fault. Yeah, on the Mercedes front. This, yes. this does have to be something important. It does have to be something that's well played and gets people talking because otherwise you, you have a star, but you haven't used her to the fullest potential on day one.
1: Yeah, and you got to make it a big deal because you know she's a ticket mover. Again, this is the difference between... Mercedes and not knocking Mariah May or Deanna Perrazzo. Mariah May was was one of the, the top uh, women in, in stardom. Deanna Perrazzo was one of the top women in Impact. There are levels to these women moving tickets. Mercedes is a proven ticket mover. And so when you have someone like that, you can't just debut in front of a cold crowd. And, and not that they debuted in front of a cold crowd, but you know, you know what I mean. Like, you can't just debut where it unless it's a show that you've already sold out, like a pay per view. If you want to do it on a pay per view, if you want to do it at Revolution, fine, I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with that because those tickets have been sold. Do I think you could again pop numbers if you do it elsewhere? Yes, a hundred percent. But if you're gonna do it, you want to do it like where tickets have already been sold, where you're not losing anything. By debuting her there. You are leaving money on the table. If you debut her in front of a thousand people in West Virginia, you're leaving a lot of money on the table because she would have moved 500 tickets minimum. If you just announced her.
0: So I agree. This is where my brain is kind of turning with the, do you put her in Daly's place on Wednesday? Because while it is 5,000 people, Those 5,000 people are very hardcore AEW fans. that saw a lot through the pandemic, through the high points, through some of the lower of of AEW and the reaction from 5,000 in that venue. And I know I'm earlier, I said otherwise thinking about it. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the reaction of those 5,000 hardcore fans would translate to better ticket sales and more people saying, Oh, I should probably check this out. Not that they listen. She comes in. Most people are going to know who this, who this woman is. They're going to know who Mercedes Monet is. They're going to know it, or someone's going to smarten them up real fast and say, where you've seen her before. That being said, the reaction has to be big. The reaction has to be strong and that will get people going at the same time. Talk about some of the crazy, crazy fans that she might have. Those crazy, crazy fans are going to be going crazy, 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 regardless of where you debut or you could debut her in the middle of a farm in Missouri. And guess what? People are going to be all over it. So who knows? I could just see the house of dailies being a lot stronger, because we know it will be in terms of reaction than say North Charleston next week, where they have thousand seats sold in a 14,000 seat arena.
1: I, I think daily's place is, is okay. I think for the reasons we we've mentioned is like, it's already sold out. You know, the reaction is going to be good. It'll help move tickets down, down the line. Um, You know, do, do you want to try, do you want to move more tickets with a hint, wink and nod tease, debut i don't know it depends on what their their plan is yeah, i would give her the punk treatment i understand it's a little bit different CM Punk had been out of wrestling for almost a decade it was coming back uh you know coming out of a pandemic as well aew was a much hotter property television and wise than it is right now um so I understand why they don't want to go that route that's personally where I would go just give her give her her own friggin' show because that to me says real change is if you treat her like you treated CM Punk who you rolled out the red carpet for that to me says, Oh, something's different here. If you just bring her out like any other debut that you've done men or male or female over the years, that's where I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't know if this is, if this is going to be then you like really got to prove this this is the change we all want in the women's division which again we've talked about on the show i've talked about on the shows they've done a very good job of doing more recently um but if you just bring her out like she's any other male female debut that doesn't scream this is the big change that it should be with her a cm punk like debut screams this is different
0: they need a they need a full house to do that, <laughs> you know. Not to like you talking to CM Punk AEW, or you yeah. talking to CM Punk WWE return because that was that was no, very CM much Punk AEW. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure because when he said they need a CM Punk debut, it's like well he's done he's done that a couple of times in the last year. So yes, yes, you're right. Uh, I don't know where she lands. I, I know where she lands. I don't know when she lands. That's going to be the big question and how big they make it is. Well, that's their call, and we can only kind of give our armchair quarterback response to where it should be. Some people say not anytime soon, and it could be. No, could I think it.
1: I think Will I think Will was replying to Ryan, who said, "When is AEW
0: running to?" Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that now. Yeah, yeah, they okay.
1: aren't they aren't scheduled to run Boston anytime soon. Um, they ain't got no pay per views between now and March. Um, I'm just if you got her, make one up, make one up and build that thing you get an extra sting match in there as well like that i assume he'd be on that show you you got the the talent to run another pay-per-view
0: what if it's not until revolution what if you really hold her off until then what if what oh what if her first match is at revolution that that would probably do some numbers it would already have sting eyes so why not bring on the extra eyes in Mercedes similar thing happened when she showed up and worked wrestle kingdom, right? That became a huge, huge moment. They got new Japan world, got a bunch of subscriptions on top of that. And uh, that helped. So who knows?
1: Yeah, it was heavily teased She was going to work, uh, work wrestle kingdom. She's going to show up at wrestle kingdom. And then, ah, uh, well, that W on Fox Twitter account. They there took him.
0: Ooh. That was good. <laughs> Those Twitter sales, baby.
1: Some intern just they they understood the assignment on that one. They got it. Good on them. It's good stuff. It's
0: good. Yeah. yeah, I could see I could see them doing Mercedes' first match at Revolution. Maybe the maybe the match is Sting versus Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> that would, <laughs> we it would laugh. be a good match, it would, honestly. It would be a, good be a great match. match. Could you imagine just the bowing to each other at the end? They go full, just Japanese lore on each other. Stay, oh, man. That's it. That's the match. We've done it. We don't. Sting's opponent won't be announced until two weeks before the pay-per-view, and it's going to be Mercedes, and everyone's just going to be like, oh, my God, this is it. So, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Sting and Mercedes is a good match.
1: I don't know how she's going to debut. I would... <laughs> If you if you if you've got her again, I trust Sean. I trust Andrew Zarian. I would make it a big deal, whatever it is, however it is, I would make it a very big deal because the women's division has improved. They've done some good stuff. There's also some just plot holes on stuff. Thunder Rosa returned and now like she ain't even on television. Like that, that already feels like it fell short. Her big return. Why isn't she going after the world title? That she never lost. Why is she just on collision, chilling over there? You know, there's still some stuff that is questionable with the women's division. They're getting on television more, which is great, but now we need to actually like we need to fill in some holes there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I oh, don't It'd be fun. I, I we'll see what they go. I, I'm just seeing Doll is going to be at uh, at Hard to Kill. Should I go make the challenge to you? Yeah. Should I go find Top Dalla and have a conversation with him in Vegas? Yeah. Let's go. I'm go- looking for him. Dalla, let's chat. I wanna I wanna be your representative going into this, this match. Maybe it's hype know. man. I'll be nah, I wouldn't be a good hype man, especially live because the there's a latency issue. Things right, just get right. weird. But I would I would represent Dalla in the infamous rap battle that we're working on. We're gonna do this. It's gonna be Jeremy versus He's Dalla. scared. Not after he and I have a chat in Vegas right, this week. I'm, I'm DM him after the show. Just be like, hey, All let's uh, let's set this up. Let's make it happen and see where he's going.
1: I think he's afraid.
0: Maybe it's Dalla versus Mercedes Monet at TNA Hard to Kill.
1: Okay, Dalla versus Monet. Okay, yeah,
0: let's go. Right. I don't know where where Monet shows up. I just know that I I've said it before. I'll say it again. Just ha- just 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 do it already. <laughs> just the 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 speculation talk is
1: no see i disagree with that i
0: disagree with just do it already have a damn plan well, to I, do it. I know have a damn plan but also like god just i i for the for the sake of talking about it i'm like just can we just get there can we just get there and get through it because it's just it's not it's not it's not hitting for me i just want to i want to get back to work with her i want to i just want to like do do the thing pull the trigger bring her out and then set up the match whatever that is and let's get to work because she she's a great wrestler i want to see her wrestle that's all i want to see i want to see her get out there i want to see her wrestle i want to see her build a match and get it going that's all i don't want to speculate anymore i just want to do it
1: i i understand that but i also want them to actually have a plan when they do this i don't just want hey here's Mercedes Monet. What are we doing? Because you just brought in Diano. Diano. De- uh,
0: <laughs> I just had this idea in my head of like, I- I'm using Will because he's someone we all know. Will, like, by the shoulders, bring her into Tony's office and be like, hey, here's Mercedes Monet. We have her now. Uh, what do we do? And Tony just being like, all right, sit down. Let's figure this out.
1: <laughs> but uh, you just brought in Diana and she's going after Tony Storm. So if you're bringing in Mercedes, is she going right to the title picture while Deanna's now in the title picture? Like this, you is, why have a you plan.
0: Wait. this is why I'm saying you wait until revolution, but then you got to build Deanna versus Tony for the next few months. I feel like they'll get to Deanna and Tony and a bigger dynamite that they build in between now and then in February and then have Mercedes come out and be like, I'm next. And then we set up revolution. It's Tony versus Mercedes.
1: You got to have a plan when, if you're going to just bring her in when, whenever you do bring her in, that's why I don't want, I understand you, you want to see, I do too. I want to see her on television. I want to see her wrestle, but I don't just want her. Here's Mercedes Monet. Here's the big debut. We don't really have much to to set up here. We just have her. Please clap. Please cheer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just because that's what I want. Yes, Kate. That's what we're doing here. We're doing what I want.
1: Well, that's... No.
0: We don't need to do anything you want, Joel. Your opinions are terrible. Well, they're right half the time, so that means something. Sadly. Well, you got one this week. Fatal 4-Way, Royal Rumble. Acknowledge Acknowledge Jeremy Lambert for a change. Acknowledge me. It's going to be Roman AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton in a 4-Way for the WWE Universal Championship. Undisputed, which is Wrong because Seth Rollins also holds a world heavyweight championship. No, 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 no. semantics. Royal Rumble four way. Uh, is this it? Is this how we get the title off of Roman without him taking the pin? And then Fuck comes-
1: no. <laughs> I've seen people say this, and I'm like, are y'all crazy? Are y'all seriously crazy for thinking Roman's reign is going to end without him taking the fall? That would be one of the dumbest decisions. In WWE history, LA Knight wins this title by beating AJ Styles. One of the dumbest decisions in history. That's a huge cop out booking decision, first of all. And nobody benefits from that. LA Knight looks dumb. Whoever wins looks dumb because they didn't beat Roman. If you pin Roman in this, all right. Alright, a little understandable there. At least Roman takes the loss. Roman ain't taking that loss though. Roman's gonna stack them. He's gonna smash him. He's gonna pin all three of these dudes all at once. I can't wait. Roman.
0: If he does that, we and we talked about that too. I said, oh my god, he'll stack all three just to see he say he could do it again. Uh yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't think that this is how they get the title off of them. I do like that this is how they're kind of putting a little bit of heat behind the, the, is the Roman Empire crumbling? Because now The Rock is in play. And of course, this, this was something I was thinking about too. The the Cody story, uh, it, it really, they didn't do much interacting with Cody and Roman the first time around until just before Elimination Chamber, because the hot story was Sammy and Roman. Right. And Kevin Owens as well. And then that whole story. They the only they only brought in Cody late in the game because they didn't want to step on Sammy's toes. And they still wanted to give Sammy the endorsement from Cody as well and give them the will they won't they, while still promoting the fact that yes, Cody wants to finish a story. This is how it is. I think we're gonna get a similar we could get a similar outcome here where if Cody wins the rumble again, doesn't matter who the champion is, we probably won't see Cody interact or get into it until you know, post elimination chamber. And that's how we set it up. And that's how we go into to mania season. The the build is one month face to face, but really it's been just kind of festering in the background. They did the standoff not too long ago. They did the heat check and people were into it. I get that the rock is a completely different beast, adds a different layer to everything. That's where everyone is still, myself included, on the fence about how we make this work and if it's happening.
1: With Cody and Roman, we're not getting to Cody and Roman.
0: Well, that that's the question at hand. Is is it is it off the table? Is it is this is it off the table that Cody and Roman is not a mania match, and that the Rock stepped in and he's taken the place? Is that is that really where we're going? And I get the reasons why you've said why you wouldn't do it in Australia. We talked from a media perspective as to why. There's another perspective as to why, and that is the idea that WWE just, <laughs> they, don't, they don't care as long as the money comes in, and the money still comes in by virtue of Peacock's already paid them for the show. Australia's already paid them for the show and made the request. People will watch it regardless, and they will get the rock regardless, and the reactions regardless. So I'm still on the fence about whether or not this happens to be an Elimination Chamber match. I think regardless of the outcome, there will be some, some. I don't want to say hurt feelings because then it sounds like it's a bigger deal than this no, really is. someone's feelings are going to get hurt. Someone's Yeah, someone's feelings are going to get hurt. Someone's not going to get what they wanted or expected. The question is, is that actually Cody not getting to get the WrestleMania match again? Or are we all just looking to uh, a, an Elimination Chamber match in Australia? A big paid show. Very big. And they do rock and roll in there instead. Again, I go back to this.
1: No, they're not. Stop going back to it.
0: I will go back to it because there there are reasons to do it. There's no reason to do it. You get paid enough money. There's reason to do anything. They're, they're
1: already not- getting paid. You said that yourself. They're already getting this money. Right.
0: My point is they and, and at Mania they've already made most of that money too. Okay, they already sold out the the venues. You they've make more from Mania. You make more from Mania because
1: than you of are in Australia. The merch. Because of the merch, because of the publicity, because of everything.
0: How does the, pub- I'm just curious, and this isn't me being, like, this is my pushback. How does the publicity play into this? Unless there's a sponsored deal with The Rock doing something stateside.
1: Just the fact that they're going to be on television everywhere for, for WrestleMania. The interest level is, is going to rise. That is going to drive more revenue for it compared to, compared to Elimination Chamber. You just get more out of The Rock if you're doing it at WrestleMania. People got to let go of this Elimination Chamber thing. If it happens at Elimination Chamber, I'll admit I was wrong and good on Cody that he's going to get to hopefully finish his story at WrestleMania. I just do not see The Rock doing all of this for Elimination Chamber. No offense to that show. No offense. To Australia?
0: No, no, plenty of offense to Australia. You can, you all can right, fine there. They're Thank not you. watching us, and they're they're all asleep anyway.
1: It's no wrestler comes uh, comes back and is like, can't wait to work that elimination chamber show in Australia for the big match. Like you want to work Mania? Like it, the match is happening at Mania. I understand. Like WWE doesn't need the right, They didn't need CM Punk. That's just WWE swinging dick around and be like, yeah, we don't need these people, but look, look how big our dick is. We're going to put this at the head of the table. Have fun with it.
0: The image of them putting their dicks on the head of the table. <laughs> anyway, uh, again, it says he doesn't work
1: both PLEs. His, his, uh, his glutes, <laughs> yeah. his lactic acid is saying, fuck, no, buddy. I can't do both of these.
0: That's why, I, That's again, that's why I wonder where it works. Sometimes I see Rock and Jay versus Solo and Jimmy. Sure, you can get, to, you can get somewhere with that. I don't think Rock's going to come and do a tag match. I mean, I see the benefit of doing a tag match given what we literally just said, but I don't think the marquee is on a tag match for The Rock.
1: They did that with the, the Survivor Series nonsense years yeah. ago with yeah. Rock and Cena against Awesome Truth, and that flopped, and then Awesome Truth got blamed for it. Like, it's not going to flop to that level because it's just different times, different business. But, like, I don't think Rock is going to... I think he's going to do one match. He ain't having what could be his last match because it's been a decade since he's had his last match. So I don't know if you're getting the Rock. Like, I don't know if you're getting the Rock every single year or anything considering it took him this long to get this last match. His last match is going to take place at... 5 a.m. to his hardcore fan base to his most known fan base at Elimination Chamber?
0: No. Could happen. No. You can always catch the replay on Peacock. Oh, dude, he's... Or or watch the, the replay on Monday Night Raw when, when Roman Reigns returns and says, I smashed him. I stacked him. I pinned him. And now I'm going to WrestleMania. And then out comes Cody Rhodes. And Cody says, yeah, but now it's my turn. Now I get to finish the story. And The Rock is the special guest referee. And if you smell, and now everyone gets their cake and eats it too, I'm trying to get through it, I swear to God.
1: No, nah, they're not doing it at Elimination Chamber. They're doing it at Mania, if they're doing it at all. I'm, I'm sorry to, to Cody. I'm sorry. Sorry to whoever. They're doing it at uh, Elimination... Or they're doing it at Mania,
0: not Elimination Chamber. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm not... I'm still on the fence. I really am. I'm still unsure of where they go. I'm still unsure of what works and what, what would get people interested. Because one thing that, that Triple H, the Paul Levesque, has been pretty good at when it comes to top, top stories is actually getting the plan and keeping to it as long as everyone's healthy and not having to pivot from it. This is the first time where- Yeah, here's here's the plan. Here's, here's what the plan's been,
1: Joel. The plan's been Roman and Rock at WrestleMania- that's why Cody lost last year because of the, the dangling carrot that was Roman and rock because they thought they had it last year. And now we're seeing like, let's hold off. Maybe we can do it a year from now. Let's keep the belt on Roman. Let's on. not have we, Cody take we, this. Title. Talked, That's the plan.
0: No, we talked about the college game day thing and we both, we both agreed that that was a whole lot of bullshit. Like that, those comments
1: the rock doesn't lie it's only been in an out burger once
0: three at right, one time and then when he goes to the bar he sits everywhere he doesn't sit at the head of the table he sits everywhere someone earlier was asking uh, about your comment about uh the, the the swinging dick at the table and they were asked what dick do you see <laughs> it's yours i see that's yours a... in your nerd
1: okay that's a little creepy
0: yeah i hope it made him feel creepy for asking too <laughs> <laughs> that's Uh, So Roman's got the four way, but what do you, so, okay, Roman, Roman stacks all three pins and makes them all the bitches who, what happens to LA Knight and AJ styles and, and Randy, Randy's the, really the big question out of this. I do. I will say this. I do like that. They're saving Randy. Let's, let's say Roman retains at WrestleMania. Let's say that the, that it is Roman and rock and that Roman retains. Maybe they're saving Randy Robin for later, which is fine. I do like that they're doing that, but uh what do we do with the other three guys in this four way after they lose?
1: Um LA Knight maybe faces Logan Paul. Yeah, we talked about that. Yep. Yeah. AJ maybe faces uh, I don't know, maybe do OC and Judgment Day if OC like reunites.
0: They did. I mean, Mia came out with yeah, Allison Anderson. They did the the sign and everything and AJ's not. There has to be some sort of story there, catch up of like maybe, like maybe AJ and Okada, maybe maybe yeah, AJ
1: and Okada, WrestleMania,
0: yeah, against Shinsuke and Finn, Um, battle the Bullet Club. Let's go without uh, without Okada.
1: And Randy, Randy might be facing Cody.
0: Maybe, Maybe just two dorks who can't finish their story. <laughs> the, the the story finished no DQ match, nah. sponsored by I don't know better help <laughs> They're trash. Don't worry about them. Um, I don't know. Ellie I, I, uh... Knight's really the only one to me that has seemed like there's a plan, not a plan, but there's an idea in place to put him with Logan Paul at Mania. AJ. Yeah, I don't even know. Do Randy don't... and Grayson Walla. Oh, Randy and Grayson and Walla. You do that one in in Australia
1: randy randy against cena <clears throat> cena comes back he wants to work old randall
0: yeah once in a lifetime that's right um never done that match before and then it's been, a it's been a while it's been a while it's been a while it's been a few years and then you've got aj uh, not aj styles yeah aj styles you, what do you do with aj you pin him back i with told you next. okada oh, you put him with okada yeah give him give him an hour on the card oh for yeah. nothing just give them that give him the, the cody Rhodes debut style match yeah it's aj okay. and okada baby. Let's go. Randy and Aldis is out there. Sure. I don't know if Nick Aldis is going to be, you know, done in the trunks so quickly. I don't know if they have the, the the idea to do that with him. He could, don't get me wrong. Sure he's training. Look at At some out,
1: point. Buddy. At some point he will. I don't know when. He's been good as the GM. I like that he just told Paul Heyman like it's a four way. Go tell your client that. And then they did that backstage segment. I don't know if people saw it. It was on wwe.com, the YouTube, whatever. Of Heyman having to tell Roman, Roman just like not being thrilled
0: with how that whole played out. I like that. All this is done well. I like all this. Me too. I do wonder by the way the uh if the live crowd was clued in that there was a fatal four way because you know that was a very played for TV moment and again I do like that they at least went and did a backstage thing of uh Paul telling Roman like you said on on the SmackDown lowdown show that they do. I want to know if the li- if the live crowd figured it out because I think that's very funny without looking um, at their
1: phones. Yeah, yeah. Man when I told you that they were going to come out there and beat these people up, by the way, to get to the four way. I called that on this show. Yeah, you did. Roman. He's different, man. Like that music hits. He comes to the ring. It's like, I know people that aura and stuff just gets like thrown around and whatnot. Like you just pay attention to that guy. He truly is like, he, he is on a different level above. Uh, these guys, I I just always pay attention when Roman's. Oh, that was I actually want that hoodie. That levels above like hoodie. It is, that is, cool. that is yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that the little logo in the middle. Oh, it is a very cool hoodie. Roman, I love Roman Reigns, dude. I I got no shame. Admit the man barely works when he does. Everyone pays attention to him. He comes off so cool, but in like the most dickish way possible. Just. The man is different. I can't, I can't wait for this rock feud. He is gonna fillet this man. It's gonna be amazing. Cause CM Punk, CM Punk, when he did the rock feud a decade ago, he was making points to the rock. He's like, hey, you're gonna come out here with your nursery rhymes and like that shit doesn't work against me. It's gonna be a different level when Roman does that to him. Because we're a decade later and Roman's had a reign. That's even longer than punks that he has more history to play off of with the rock as well. He's gonna, he's gonna cook this man. It's going to be fascinating, fascinating to watch.
0: I was so close. I was looking, to see because you were like oh i love roman element i, I want to be like oh what were you saying about him when he had dog food being thrown you weren't on that post show so i can't do that oh. <laughs> uh, man. it's a different
1: roman that was, was a long a time very, ago
0: very different that roman sucked that was this roman one. absolutely rules this he- is, people spent ourselves included years just talking about you know and this is this is actually a good thing about doing the Roman and Rock thing is there are so many parallels to the careers. They brought the Rock in in 96, and they were like, you're going to be the, the hot white meat babyface. We're going to debut you. Everyone's going to love you. Rocky sucks. Everyone hates you. Roman, same thing. And they tried everything to get the Rock over as a babyface until finally they just let him turn heel. It took longer for Roman, and I feel like they can touch on that. There's some history there in their story. This is why I like Roman and Rock, because there is a lot that they this can hit on. Joel. But I'm saying they could be dicks to each other, and that's good. As long as Rock doesn't play the stupid, we're only going to say my lines thing. Every promo is just going to be me getting out of the, you are an asshole. Like As long as it's not just playful oh, Roman's Rock. Gonna, I want Roman's Roman going to
1: shut him. that shit down. Because there's a difference in Rock doing that with Austin Theory and Jinder Mahal, who aren't there to get offense. And they're just there to be the butt of the joke. Roman ain't there to be no butt of the joke. He's there. To, to punch back. And he's gonna punch back. And here's another reason, Joel, while it's taking place at Mania. And what I said months ago before Rock even re-entered the picture, I was saying this. When did stuff start to go downhill for Roman Reigns, Joel?
0: Uh you're gonna have to refresh my memory. Royal Rumble. Oh, when the Rock 14, came out yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. is
1: like, "Hey, and who booed? Where was that show at?"
0: Joel? The Philly.
1: Philly. That's right. Where's WrestleMania this year?
0: Philly. But there's no Miro this time to jump in the ring late and try to Not get yet, the Royal anyway. Rumble. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> Should have oh, been a double. This is
1: why I've been saying Rock and Roman, even going back to before the Rock was even returning. I said Philadelphia makes sense because that's where this story kind of started with them too. And now we do it years later back in Philadelphia. There's so much story to tell here. You ain't throwing that away for Australia.
0: Sorry, Shaza. No, no, don't apologize to Shaza. She, she rightfully left knowing better. She
1: yeah, was- even she was like, I ain't working in Australia, mate. I'm going to Philly.
0: That's right. She knew where to go. And the, the answer was St. Louis? I don't know. Will Chisholm sent a super chat saying, I'm half joking, but the OC versus AJ and Tama Tonga at WrestleMania. Sure. I, it, Tama saying that he's got you know a, a contract coming up at the end of the month. Feels like Tama Tonga has said that every single month for the last year. But uh, <laughs> this is the case, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know uh, Tama, Tama could enter the fray by Mania and get something going there. So, I could see that happening.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, again, I'm I'm intrigued as to how this match affects the four-way, I mean, the the four-way match. I'm I'm intrigued as to how it affects the other three who are not Roman Reigns in the match because there is there's there's more story for them than there is the Roman side because Roman right now the the conversation is Is it rock? Is it Cody? Is it both? Not at the same time, but like, where does that land? Uh, Whereas the other three, it's like, what do we do with them? Uh, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. Rock is no kangaroo. Oh God, that's awful. I love you for it.
1: (laughs) Roman's going to eviscerate this man. I cannot wait. I love this reaction on SmackDown when they pull up and I think it was Kayla. It's like, Roman, your thoughts. And Roman just cackles. It's like, get out of here just dismissive which i said he was gonna do is said he's just gonna be dismissive of this and then Heyman cut a really good promo too any any promo that mentions taylor swift is, is good uh
0: but hayman I, really I knew i knew the moment it happened oh, that yeah. that article was going like that
1: well i had pre-written because you should always pre-write folks uh yeah. i had pre-written the the Roman responding to Rock, and then he didn't. So I just switched it to Heyman responding to Rock. It's very simple. I'm I'm, I'm okay at my job sometimes.
0: I love this. Didn't Thomas just win to Yes, he won the never openweight championship. You know who was never openweight champion when he re signed with WWE? The machine gun 2012 G1 finalist, Carl Anderson. You know what he did? It took three months until he finally dropped that stupid title in No Japan. <laughs> they could do it again, and it'd be very, very funny to do. So uh who knows? That would be actually art. That would be art. You know what? Art in and of itself. Uh, I don't have anything to add from this whole conversation, but it's been enlightening because we do keep going, but I keep going back and forth on the Roman rock Cody stuff. I know you're pretty steadfast that it's mania. I get that. And that's why I don't disagree with you. I just wonder how, like, like I, I wonder where it lands. And I think a lot of people do too. There are a lot of places it can go. So you think mania? I think maybe not if it happens elsewhere i'm i'm rooting for
1: cody to finish the story i i legitimately am because i want steven jensen to be happy and uh, steven jensen's going to be very upset if the rock is, is there um so so yeah i'm rooting for cody and mania but i'm just looking at it from a wwe perspective and almost from a from a business perspective certainly and still even from a logical perspective like it just makes more sense to do that match at uh at WrestleMania.
0: It just us. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. I'm not gonna again that my you know what my pushback is. We just did it. Uh what else do we have? Do we have Raw? Raw? Raw, Raw, Raw review CM Punk returns. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna is he gonna call out the rock? And be like, you're not he, does. K- he should. He should, he should
1: mention Heyman. He should mention the Rock, honestly he should.
0: It'd be fun. I want to see him talk about uh being the first original Paul Heyman guy, because I like what Paul Heyman said. I like that he was like, I graduated up to this moment. That, that would be fun, but I want to see what Punk has to say. I think most people do. Uh, Chompa versus Balor. That's an NXT championship matchup in the making, isn't it?
1: Chompa, uh, Chompa and Balor, sure. Yeah, people sure love that. we Will love that.
0: It's not in a steel cage, but Cody Rhodes versus the nefarious Shinsuke Nakamura. Nefarious yeah. Nakamura. Is this yeah, where a couple
1: yeah, is this where Okada debuts? No, not yet.
0: <laughs> but he's going to be stateside anyway, so may as well get a head start <laughs> on the deal. Kashida no. talking about, by the way, Kushida just casually dropping the whole like, yeah, Okada lived in Orlando for a while. Yeah, yeah, that was good
1: stuff with the uh, with the uh, Kashida.
0: I I don't mind pulling the curtain back. By the way, I know that this felt the art. They they did not the article the uh, the interview may have felt a little different than what we've done before. Very clearly, you can tell Kushida's first language is not English; he does speak it quite well. uh we were asked to present questions ahead of time, and we did, so I just want to put that again in the interest of transparency. We were requested to do that we did, so uh we do thank Kushida and TNA, of course for for providing the uh the opportunity to talk to him. but I did want to put that out there. that's why maybe some of the we we were just trying to to keep things moving while asking the questions that we had presented to him as well, yes, yeah, um. I, I, hopefully people understand that, you know, we still got
1: good answers out of Kushida. I, yeah. It was, it was really good interview. So, but yeah, we, we did kind of pre, we pre wrote the questions so he could, uh, a new, new kind of what was coming and, and everything, but it was, it was still, you know, he answered very well. And, uh, we, we, you know, it was cool to talk to Kushida, man. That's the dude I've been watching for a long time. And who's had just a lot of great matches and just has a long career and a long, uh, long, long, yeah, long history and so it was, it was cool to talk to Kushida.
0: and you and i hadn't have a chance hadn't had a chance to collaborate on questions like this before i right. thought that was that was a different uh kind of approach to the way we do our interviews so that was fun yeah, yeah Luis, we
1: had, kicked we had, off the show with Kushida.
0: yeah i promoted Watch it in gosh yeah Kushida. there you go i said i said i would bring everyone a fun interview on monday and we did uh wednesday well oh, by the way i, had, I chance and 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 Car, Car, Char, Carter and Chance, Kana Square. Chance, sure. Casey, they Squared. like
1: colors. They like music. They're going to that new WWE club. They started that shit. The wrestling. By the way,
0: let's no hold on. The wrestling that, club? Yeah. Not, not the, the, that not, bad wrestling club is going to WrestleMania, courtesy yeah. of Rhodes, not because of uh, Casey Squared. No, Casey Squared. They didn't bring any music to to the wrestling. That that's a pop up, by the way. That shows that, that those are pop ups that they do, and the venue that they're running is whatever it's fine the toronto venue they're running is like a brand new one and it's an event space it's not an actual club anyway carter and chance versus uh piper niven and chelsea green Uh, do you think this is the week where sam gets to say chelsea green in the proper voice again (laughs) Uh, that's a takeaway from this match i
1: think katana and uh and caden retain because you know they just won the titles so there you go.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Denise Salcedo also did an interview with uh, Kushida. Not just no, I mean she means
1: Kushida. No, no, yeah. So,
0: yes, she did, she did. She did an interview with Kushida. Oh. Also, Denise did an interview with Kushida. Oh, who cares about Denise's interview with Kushida? Well, ours is the good one, but, you yeah. know, Denise is great, too. So we got to at least, you know, put that over. Uh, yeah. Well, Wednesday, this is what I was going to say. Wednesday, Jody Threat is supposed to be joining us the plan is to have her join us she got bumped on friday last week for some logistical issues but uh, the plan is that she will be with us in the morning i think ten forty is the time that she'll be with us on wednesday to talk hard to kill talk about knockouts ultimate x and everything else going on with tna so we're looking forward to chatting with her because uh, i guess it's tna week this week i don't know who your friday guest is because it ain't going to be me
1: that's three that's just the guest you had a two-hour yeah. guest everybody
0: Maybe he can bring every time we bring SP three back for the show. He has to bring a guest. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out. I'm going to say like, hey, is there anybody
1: you want to have on? And then hopefully he'll have somebody on. So we'll see. There we go. Figure that out on Friday.
0: Anything to plug before we get on out of here?
1: Did we get through all of raw? There's like a Finn Balor. We mentioned Balor and Ciampa. There's JD McDonough against the Miz. Our truth apparently got a segment added. Uh, Ludwig that- Kaiser against Kofi Kingston is weird. also a
0: thing. Where do these come in? Cause they're not on the raw preview. There it is. We'll hear from Ron Killings as he sits down from a yeah. very, for a very special interview. Hell yeah. Ron Killings interview. That should be the whole show. Honestly, Ms. And McDonough sounds like, a sounds like hell. Uh, <laughs> Kofi and Kaiser. Yeah. You said that. Great. Wonderful. Oh, those are from the two matches. Okay, fine. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. WWE.com just doesn't update very well.
1: Look, punk's going to be there. So the, that'll be good whatever he has to say i assume rollins will be there in some capacity um and then cody and shinsuke do a finish that's all i'm asking don't do another non-finish just do an actual finish this time
0: that's right Puts him in a cage shinsuke wins shinsuke really okay i mean it makes sense this time we'll see where it goes that's probably the main events having uh shinsuke yeah Yeah. no uh, Champa and balor I mean, Chompa's a champion or top uh, is a champion. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to raw Raw. Will, this doesn't feel like a blockbuster raw. I know last week was different because that was their day it's one.
1: It's up against the national title game tonight. So I think they're kind of slow, slow it down a little bit. Last week was up against the two semifinal games, but it was also day one and everything. So pull it back in against the national title game next week. No football, no Monday night football, no college football, Next week, and it's, you know, we're heading into Rumble Mania. I think beginning next week, we're going to start to see WWE, like, really, really do some stuff, heading into the big shows, having no football competition.
0: Well, it's the big show next week. Sure. I the, His debut was part of that AW Timelines video as well, oh, where he was touting it. the big signing. There is and- a
1: Monday night game? Oh, they do the playoffs on Monday night now. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, well, never mind. Next week, they're fucked.
0: That's football. It's always the way like that. That's the way it goes.
1: I forgot they do the Monday night playoff game. I they, they just made that change like last year, maybe two years ago. But I completely, completely blanked on that. Yeah, never mind. They're fucked next week. I don't know what they're doing.
0: They're just gonna just throw it, throw throw up a best of. Yeah. I don't should. know where they are next week, but just throw up a best of. I should. Oh my goodness. Anything you want to plug before we get on out of here? No. Wonderful. We have uh, shorts up on the channel. Go check those out. We're starting to bring out more of those. we got some good ones coming and uh, we'll be back Wednesday. There you go. I am at Joel Pearl, J W L P R L Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We will see you on Wednesday in the next one. Cheers.